you've already met the Thanes of Rigel and even followed them on their quest across the sea. But now travel back to the city they call home mere days after their departure, where a brand new story is taking shape. Set upon by bad luck, a group of disparate individuals find themselves forced to work together at the behest of the rich and the powerful. But in Rigel, nothing is ever quite as it seems. With new powers on the rise and the city's thanes gone, will others rise to the occasion or discover they're not quite heroes at all? The Pod Called Quest presents Quest Side Story. everybody welcome back to the pod called quest as per usual i'm your friendly neighborhood game master josh and i'm stephanie i'm shane i'm foz i'm laura and i'm david guys you're all digital wow. <laughs> beep, you're all ones beep. and zeros all you're all you're two-dimensional little boxes <laughs> yeah guys we're uh we're recording virtually we're we're social distancing yay yay, yay. yeah everyone sounds so excited about it <laughs> You can't see me, but I'm crying. So with everything that's been going on, we have decided to try and record something. It's like 10 p.m. on a Sunday, and we we tried to start recording at 7, but technical difficulties thwarted us for about three hours. (laughs) So, But we're here, Great, and we're recording something now. Uh, I'll just say ahead of time, I apologize if the sound quality is a little lower and less substantial than usual. Um, For you guys listening, we kind of strive real hard to have the best sound quality possible on Hold our, on. We our do podcast and <laughs> how was that oh great Get thanks for interrupting here. my spiel to the listeners <laughs> for that <laughs> I oh to, my I god the only time i was going to be able to burn anyway <laughs> um, but we're we kind of cobbled together some ways to record and we're doing our best we'll see there's a possibility that you know because of our generous patrons we might be able to buy some better equipment for some of the folks at their places depending so we'll see how that goes and we'll uh, be sure to let everyone know uh, if that's the case but either way um we decided you know it's not really worth it at this point in the current arc with you know you know Salai, Orin, percy isla and a and Skelly. Don't forget Skelly. I can't forget Skelly. Of course. Um, we decided that it would be kind of a bad idea at the end of this arc with all this fun stuff happening to lower the recording quality and kind of roll with not being able to really interact with each other. And so we decided we're going to do something new. Whee! Something totally different. Um, it's still Pathfinder, but all new characters. Yeah. New story. Yeah. Gasp. I am so excited. It's going to be yeah, first time you guys are playing other characters other than your... Well, no, you have done the Christmas episode. You did do that mm-hmm. for our patrons. So if you if you really want to get on that as a patron, we do have our Questivist episode from last year that the group played some interesting, notable Christmas characters. It so. was fun. It was yeah. so fun. And we might, depending on how things go, have a fun maybe 4th of July episode yeah. or in celebration oh, of our no. one-year anniversary. <laughs> we'll see how that goes because Hell we might still yes. be social distancing in July. So we'll see. But with that, um, we decided we're going to do um, a little something different. 
level three. Um, so different characters. And we're just going to see how it goes. So if the recording quality is uh, kind of lower and it's a little more fast and loose, that's just what we can do for now. And so we just want to make sure we get something to you guys out weekly. And the episodes might be a little shorter as well, but we're going to do our very best. So, um, yeah. yeah, from this day forth, um, this is going to be known as Quest Side Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The official title. I see what you did so, there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, so it's a little pun. It's a little pun. Because we put quest in everything. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, guys, how's everybody been? Uh, now that the official stuff's out of the way. Oh, I've been great. I love this home. shit. Moving along. Just kidding. <laughs> I can stay indoors Lauren forever. Lauren Steph just playing Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah, I just the Animal Crossing is my whole life now. So yeah. The, yeah, that's pretty much it. It was going to be my whole life, whether or not this quarantine happened. So nothing much has changed, right? Except now I just have way more free time to do it. Anyways, yes. I don't exist anymore. My entire life now exists inside of my Nintendo Switch. Yes, that's existing. Same. If you would like to come visit my island, uh, you know, just let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great use of time. Yeah, go visit Stephanie on Whore Island, everybody. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> How did you ruin my island? <laughs> because oh, I'm a man. citizen. What? <laughs> Uh, I've been doing the same thing, just playing different video games. Um, I haven't been doing shit. I did start Breath of the Wild, which in all honesty, the fact that Breath of the Wild can pull me away half the time from Animal Crossing. So I spend half my day playing Animal Crossing and half my day playing Breath of the Wild is actually pretty impressive. I'm loving that game. It is so much fun. It is. It is. I think it's the best Zelda game ever made. I think so, too. I I love watching it. I hesitated to say it until now I've started playing it because like Skyward Sword was always my favorite for a long time. Whoa. Okay. That's a weird choice. Left, left field, right? Super left field. I just like yeah, them mind. motion controls, huh? Those we yeah, yeah, to get all you got to get in there yeah, with those yeah. things. Oh yeah, so the reason I didn't play it. I just thought they did a great job uh, with like the lore of Hyrule. Like you know, I just thought the story was really interesting. The characters felt more real in this story. Like they gave them a lot of personality. Yeah. Uh, but no, Breath of the Wild, I think, is taking the cake. I think it's my new favorite Zelda game. It's pretty amazing. I like Teba. <laughs> Have you met Teba yet? I haven't. Who's Teba? Oh, you'll know. You'll find out. Oh, no. <laughs> Foz, what have you been doing? Um, playing a lot of video, video games. Uh, I went, yeah. back, went back to work. Uh, social distancing and such. Uh, still doing that while working. But I've been I, I've been creating a lot of characters on this new app I got. Uh, Pathfinder characters. And uh, I created this new character that I'm going to play nine times before, before I found one that I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not sure. Is it the same like class and and race and stuff that yeah. we built? Yeah. Okay. It just the specs and and a lot of other stuff are different. Okay. Spell cool. Choice. At least and and then the backstory we help we I helped you build and stuff like that. Yeah. Same. That's all the same. I'm right cool, there. Good. I'm right there with you, buddy. I did the same thing. <laughs> I went through fun. like three classes before I settled on this one. Uh, I think actually, Shane, I think you did four. Maybe. I think this was the fourth. No, this was the second choice, but it was the you went through four and then went back to the second. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I also created a backup character for Percy that I'm super, super stoked nice. about. You need to tell me about that that character because I haven't heard about it. Yeah, I want to hear about that too, but obviously. One of these days, we jump on a Zoom call and talk about it. Don't yeah. spoil yes. it. I'm down. Cool. Felix, what have you been up to, man? I beat like five games in the last month. Whoa. Amazing. Yeah. Which what games? Dang. Uh, five is an exaggeration. I beat Horizon New Dawn, which was like mm. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. That yeah. game looks really beautiful. Game. It's gorgeous. It's an amazing story. And I couldn't play the DLCs because I already burned like 80 hours in that shit. 
I finally beat Dark Souls, which I told everyone on Discord. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I just, I'm about to beat one of the DLCs. So I guess I'm an actual gamer now. You're a real gamer. You beat Dark Souls. You're a totally elite gamer. Dang. That's impressive. Yeah. Good work. How do you? Super elite. I'm about to beat Spider-Man again. <laughs> that Spider-Man is 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 very good, dude. Very it good. really the is. The PS4 game is very good. Jay Jonah is such a MAGA fucking person <laughs> in that shit. I'm like hearing his yeah. conspiracies, and I, I mean die. he kind of would be. But it's amazing. He would be. But yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there's another game in there, but I can't remember. It's been a blur. I mean, I've just still been working. I haven't skipped a beat. I'm My sorry, job dude. can be done 100% from home. So from nine to five, I sit in this exact chair I'm <laughs> sitting in now and I get on calls with folks. So, all right. Well, anyways, I'm just going to say I did have I did have to edit this last part because uh, Felix did mention some things about uh, my work that I'm just, you know, for client confidentiality reasons, I can't really talk about. So we're just going to go ahead and have that last part was edited. And I'm going to leave this right in um, because I, I can't really talk names. about those things. Uh, you didn't. But it was I just it was a weird, awkward thing. So I just got to edit it, man. I got to take it out. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I've just been working and I'm completely redoing my like workspace. It was actually right behind Laura on camera that the. the the listeners Ooh. can't hear this, but right behind Laura, I'm completely yeah, redoing. Good. It's a total mess right now, actually, but, um, but it's, the, sh the shelves are new, right? Nope. Shelves are the same. Oh, I'm just redoing good. it. Anyways, let's be done with that. Cause that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be painting a lot more minis now because I have a lot more time. So maybe we'll be posting more I of minis, that. maybe some new character minis, uh, to match some of the other cool ones we have. But, um, um anyways, I'm officially um, like, now I was working, but now I'm not after this point. So now I have all mm -hmm. this free time, which I have committed myself as one of my projects because I have to fill my time because I need to be productive. It's to work on our Wikipedia, which we talked yes. about a long time ago. Oh, yes. Hell our yeah. wiki hosted by uh, fandom. Wiki. Our fandom wiki. Yes, it's so cool. Yeah, that is a thing that... um. We yeah. have been talking to some of the patrons trying to get up and running. So we'd love to create a wiki because I know I create a lot of names and places and things and stuff for you to keep track of. And I know that it's um kind of difficult to probably understand. Like, did anyone else here know that Telemazar doesn't start with a T? It starts with a P. What? <laughs> Most people don't know that. That's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, it's fine. I'll help all of you guys from the tyranny of Josh's. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> it is perfect. Um, I don't remember exactly who it was. If it was Dark Crystal or someone else on the Discord, one of our patrons, but they thought the Atar Vatra, which is spelled A E T A R V A T R A, was H R. The initials H R Vatra, which was, is quite possibly the best thing. That was PJ Love Sauce. It's been a running. That was Love Sauce. Oh my god, that's yeah. funny. I love it. Yeah, so I don't remember exactly who it was, but yeah, shout out to that person for HR Vatra, because that is amazing, and I wish I would have thought of it. That's PJ. That's the best. For all of you guys, don't worry. It's just as confusing for all of us. So this is partly for me, too. I want this yeah. so I can know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Totally. But anyways, I mean, enough of the chit-chat. Let's jump in. This is gonna be um it's gonna be an interesting little episode. So we open with a tracking shot, moving down a barely lit street in what seems to be a business district of a large city. We see a humanoid shape sprint into frame, panting. As this person takes a sudden turn into a nearby alley, we get a glimpse of their pale face drenched in sweat as they turn the corner. As they continue running, we hear a sudden noise from behind shatter the silence. Turning to look over their shoulder, their breathing intensifies as they run faster and faster, turning down streets and alleyways, nearly tripping over themselves along the way. With a sudden turn to the right and several hurried steps, we see them face to face with a dead end. 
As they wheel around, we see panic fill their eyes. Once again, out of the silence, we hear what can only be described as echoing inhuman whispers. What do you want? Shouts the figure through its heavy breathing. Who are you? His voice seems to echo into nothingness. In an instant, as the sweat-drenched individual moves to turn and run, we hear a sudden thunk and thwip. We watch as their legs are pulled out from under them and towards the rooftops. Their terrified scream trails off into the night. As they dangle there, one foot caught and staring 50 feet down to the cobblestone below them, we see a shape emerge from the blackness. Meeting them at their eye level, we see the shape of a beak flanked by two sunken and hollow eyes. A voice escapes from the unmoving face, metallic and cold. Who does Bestlev Howell work for? Through strained and rapid breath, the trapped figure squeaks, what, what are you? As soon as the words fall from his mouth, we see him suddenly drop with a scream, but only momentarily, as he is slowly raised up to meet the hollow, lifeless eyes of his interrogator. Who does Bestlev work for? I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Bestlev Howell is he's a lord. He doesn't work for anyone. Bestlev Howell is a wretch and a coward. I, 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 I swear I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm just his groundskeeper. That's a funny way to pronounce coroner. The man's eyes grow wide and his head shakes. Please, I, I was just doing what I was told. Just, 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 just let me go. Tell me who he works for. Again, the line drops and he's slowly raised back up again. Please, I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't. I, please, I, I don't want to die. Neither did they. I know, I'm sorry, I just, I was just doing what I was told, please, 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 just, just, just let me go. There's a pregnant pause, and as we watch the lifeless beak and eyes cock to one side. Fine, have it your way. With a sudden snap and zipping noise, we see the line fall free, the man screaming in terror, plummeting to the street below, and just as he's about to slam face first into the stones, we smash cut to a close-up shot of a hand thumping a large rubber stamp into an ink pad. Red ink splattering onto the desktop. We turn to see a guard sitting at the desk. Name, he says as he picks up a quill to write with. The shot reverses, and we see an individual standing before the desks, hands shackled. Um, Shane, do you want to tell us what your character looks like? He's got really cool shackles on. <laughs> <laughs> the most shackly shackles. The coolest shackles. I did not expect this. Uh, before the, this guard, you see a, a rather tall, uh, at least for a human, uh, gentleman, older gentleman. Uh, he is played by um, John Cleese of Monty Python. He is uh, an older white gentleman with a, a parted, beautiful white haircut comb over and a full uh, mustache equally as white as his hair. Uh, he's about six and a half feet tall. That's how tall John Cleese is. He's like six foot five. And, uh, I didn't know that he's he's wearing um, he's wearing a very nice uh, almost eight like eighteen hundreds era tuxedo that's black <laughs> and he says uh, uh, my, my name is uh, Hannibal Thatcher uh, I, I could explain if if you would uh, loosen these restraints do you have anything that could be considered dangerous N no I, I'm a teacher uh, I, you know what I, I do have this. 
And he, he bends over and picks up this giant round bird and puts it in the hands of the guard. Uh, he's not d- dangerous per se, but if you could just watch over him, that would be lovely. The bird looks at the guard and just squawks right at him. And he's, well, get the fucking birds off the... And then he like motions another guard and they go over and they grab the this bird. Um, what color is the bird? Uh, he's like bright blue. Like stark blue. It's a, he's a dodo bird. It's a dodo. Nice. Um, <laughs> Be good, Judas. He says as they haul the bird away. Uh, he motions to one of the other guards and they go over and they begin like any kind of extra gear you have, backpack, belt, anything like that. They take that from you and they kind of usher you off to another area of the guardhouse. Moving in front of the desk next. Laura, do you want to explain to us who we see next? <laughs> um. Name? In front of this guard, you see a very small elven girl with short blonde hair and big elven ears protruding out of her. Her blonde hair, she's got gigantic goggles that are currently on top of her head. Um, they take up like almost her whole forehead. She's got a huge belt with tons of compartments and she's wearing some leather gloves and she's kind of fidgety. Um, um, Locke, my name's Locke Bellamy. Do you have anything on your person that would be considered dangerous? Um, yes, 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 I do. He kind of motions to one of the other guards and they go over and as you kind of show them, like they take all, they probably, they remove like a bow from you, like a bunch of all alchemical stuff and clink this clinking kind of bandolier of things and they remove all that stuff from you and they take it, they haul it off from you right away. Um, oh, I'm sorry, will I be getting that back? Move along, and the, the guard kind of ushers you off to one side and brings you through. Um, as they bring the next person forward, Fosmeyer, do you want to tell us what we see next? Wait, who was who was Locke played as? You cast her, right? Oh, yeah, she's cast as Mae Whitman. Ah. Oh, yeah, okay, nice. So pulling up to the front, we see... Um, you see a tall human individual. He's about six foot two. He's wearing a full breastplate. Um, and he's got one of those capes that kind of goes over the shoulder and falls down behind him. He's got these piercing brown, very dark brown eyes and silver hair. That's the first thing that you notice about him. He's got a heavy mace at his side and he actually has this large wooden shield on his back. Name? My name is Arkroth. Do you have a surname? Yes, um, Tarborn. I'm sorry, could you say that again? It's hard to understand your accent. It's, um, Arkroth. I'm doing Percy. (laughs) (laughs) Old habits. It's, um, um, Arkroth Tarborn. Do you have anything that you would consider dangerous? Just, um... The things at my side. He kind of motions to another guard and they kind of strip you of some of your belongings. They like take your mace and your shield and they probably even start to like, they like remove your breastplate and everything. They just like remove all the, the metal and stuff like that and they, they haul it off. He kind of waves his hand. They take you off. After that, uh, Steph, who do we see next? Uh, so uh, you see a 26 year old female with uh, very dark long hair mid back. Um, it's straight, uh, very thick hair. Uh, she has dark eyes and very pale skin. She is cast as uh, Lauren Hardy. International. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that is. I'll have to look it up later. I'll look it up later. I'll look it up later. Name? I already told you I have nothing to do with this. Why? Name? 
Razan Shaheen. Thank you. Would you have anything we would consider dangerous? I'm sure that you consider these dangerous. And she brings out two short swords and puts them out on the table in front of you. Immediately, like, your wrists are grabbed in the shackles, and they kind of remove the short swords from you, and they, like, rummage through your things, and they take out any, like, any extra, like, little daggers or any other shit you have hidden in boots and stuff. And they go through thoroughly and take all that. And he kind of, like, waves his hand off to, to wave you off. And finally, the uh, last member here, David Felix. Who do we see come up next? You see a shaggy-haired, about 5'8", human man, and he's dressed in an unusual garb. He has several tattoos. He looks a little more Eastern than a lot of the people in the area, and a very casual sort of traveler's outfit on. And he's cast as Will Sharp. Cast as Will Sharp? Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Name? Am I going to get my earnings? One of your guards took my fucking earnings. Name? My name is Kenzo. Am I being charged? Do you have anything that we would consider dangerous? Yes, several things. But first this. And you just fart. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I thought it was silent, you know. (laughs) He just turns his nose up to you and they go through and they like take your katana from you. They take some other stuff from you and they do even find a very particular item on your person and do remove it from you. No, 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 no. That is not dangerous. That comes back to me. And what are all of your items will be kept in a safe lockbox and will be given back to you when we deem it's proper. I should have shoved it in my... (laughs) (laughs) So you all are brought into this kind of large, almost like an interrogation room, but there's a set of seats that are kind of laid out. You all sit there. It's dimly lit. There's only a handful of candles in here. Maybe like a small little candelabra on the table. All sitting on wood stools. No backing. Your hands are shackled in front of you. And you're all just stuck in a room together. What do you guys do? Um, you see this older gentleman, Hannibal Thatcher, uh, sort of awkwardly standing in the center of the room, looking uh, up at the ceiling as if he were stuck in an elevator with some strangers. And he just kind of says, uh, lovely weather, isn't it? Yes. Um, how, how is everyone today? Is this the small talk? Is this the... Well, we must do something. You guys have never been in prison before. Oh, God, no. I try and avoid it if I can. How long do you think they're going to keep us here? For as long as they have their head up their asses. They don't have real problems in the city that they can deal with. They have to waste their time enforcing made-up rules. Uh, uh, and bring out... We have nothing to do with this. Aren't um, all rules made up? Ma'am, exactly. I, I would insist that these guards are are doing their, their best job. It's the, it's on their shoulders to keep this town safe, and uh, we should respect their office. There are real problems happening in the world right now that have nothing to do with all the bullshit that we just went through, okay? They have things that they could actually be doing. They could be doing real good in the world, and instead, they're wasting their time with this, and they're wasting our time. Ka-chunk. You guys hear the door open, and you see kind of like a, a broad-chested gentleman. He's kind of balding on top of his hair, but he's got kind of a bit of the kind of the comb over a little bit, and he's got this big handlebar mustache that curls down. He walks in, he's wearing a breastplate, and he has a, a side, like a long sword at his side. And he comes in, and he sets a stack of um, papers down onto the table that's in the center of the room, and he sits down and pulls up a chair. Hello. I hope um, the accommodations are good enough for you all. They're fine, but if you don't mind, I'm going to use the restroom. And he goes over to the chamber pot and sits on it. One of the guards (laughs) takes you and just pushes you back into the chair. And he says, that you can take a shit later, mate. I am Sheriff Bartleby Hadmore, Sheriff of Guildside here in Rygill. So I have some questions for you all about tonight's mm, scuffle, bar fight. 
Tavern Brawl. Does anyone have anything to say before I start asking questions? Yes, uh, first I would just like to say uh, thank you for your service, officer. Yes, you're welcome, grandfather, yes. Um, and we, uh, we appreciate your work. Thank you. Thank that, you very much. That um, is all. Is that the new sword? It's not. Ah, you take great care of it then. Lovely. All right, um, shut your mouth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, what exactly happened tonight at the Hunted Heart? It was a bar fight. It's pretty straightforward. And so we see the screen shift over. We see a lively tavern. The warmth of the hearth coming in from the outside as we go in through one of the windows. The sound of the patrons kind of overtakes us. There's a bard and his band playing in the corner. A, a warm hearth, plenty of brews and great food. And just a great night to be out at the Hunted Heart in Guildside in Rigel, the capital of Arden. You guys are here. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing on a nice night hanging out in a tavern? I think uh, Arkrov... Uh, is sitting in uh, off to the side by himself reading a book and uh, kind of people watching. Uh, he's cast as Vincent Castle. Um, oh, so Ocean's got, 12 and Westworld and all that shit. I love yeah, him. So he's got Alien that, French got that s- silver fox look to him. Handsome man. Um, so he does kind he, of look like a fox. And so he um, is sitting there and every once in a while, if anybody's looking at him, he'll kind of like look up for a second and snap his head over his shoulder and like look behind him and kind of look around and then go back to reading his book. And this happens periodically every every few minutes as if like, he hears something uh, behind him or about him. Is he like specifically looking for anything or is he just a little paranoid? It doesn't necessarily seem like he's paranoid. He seems relaxed. Okay. Um, but he maybe hears something that sparks his interest, it seems like, or hears maybe someone... Speaking to him, maybe like hyper attentive, right? potentially. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Why don't you? Why don't you just for? Why don't you, why don't you have Arkrov roll me a perception check? All right. This is his special first feat. roll of the quest side story. <laughs> first what? roll. Um. Good. Yeah. That's gonna be a zero. Oh no. <laughs> a zero. Natural How's that possible? One, natural one with a minus one. Oh, oh. my god. Great. Oh, I thought you were serious when yeah, you said specialty. Joking. Um, but anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's just a cacophony of noise in here. You hear a couple different voices. You know, you hear some. Uh, you maybe hear some uh, local performers uh, talking about their their kind of performance they put on today. There are some actors that were uh, doing a small little uh, duet of a stage show in Mummer's End down by the the Bard's College. Uh, it's down the. Um, I guess that would be technically the east side of the city mm. uh, near the entrance. Uh, so you hear something about that, and that kind of distracts you, and then you, you yeah. But uh, what's everybody else doing? <laughs> uh, Razan is sitting near, I imagine there's like some musician playing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she is sitting near there by herself with a glass in her hand, uh, just listening to the music, zoning into that, staring at her glass. Bit. Okay. Anybody else? Kenzo is drinking very quickly and looking around the room, trying to size uh, people in the room. Okay. Roll a perception check. Yeah. Uh, rolled a natural 18 for 23. Ooh, 23. Nice. nice. Yeah. So you actually look around as you're kind of sizing up some different individuals. You do notice a couple people that are like, I bet they could fight, but I bet I could fuck them up. You're looking for a challenge. You're looking for like someone that could stand up to you. Maybe you're kind of looking around and... You do catch a glimpse of a dark-haired girl over by the bards that looks like maybe, but you also look at it and you're like, eh, little wayfish for my taste. 
Rude. See, and he's he's also trying to size up someone just to have like a friendly, violent game with. Oh. Um. The uh, half orc bartender looks like he could be up for something like that. He's oh. a big guy, completely shaved head, jut like of a Scott Ian beard coming down from his chin, and two gigantic tusks for a half orc. So he. You know, scans the room, looks to the bartender, and says, Bartender, for the yeah. next round, challenge you to a slap boxing match? I'm on shift. Do you have a break? Later. Do you recommend anyone? I'm a little bored. Little. You're looking to get drunk. into a fight or something? No. I just want a beer for free. We don't do that here. Is there any place? You want to get into where? a fight? Go down to Ironstead. Ironstead. Hmm. Been there before? Yeah. It's on the west side of the city. It's mostly dwarves that live there. Oh, I love slapping a nice burly fellow. Mm. Watch out. I'll kick your ass if they get the opportunity and they'll take your shit. Yeah, or I'll take theirs. Oh my uh, God. Not if, if you're unconscious, you can't take their stuff. That's nah. the whole point. Well, <laughs> true. You want another round? Uh, I guess. All right. Thanks. It goes and fills up your glass. It's on your tab. It's not free. I know. This is shit. <laughs> And as the camera pans away, who else? Uh, where do we go to next? Uh, Locke is just sitting at the bar, probably like just nursing a glass. Is there wine in this place? There's just ale. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> she's like nursing a glass of wine and she looks very distressed. Like she's mulling something over. Like she's trying to make a decision or like she just looks a little distressed. Like she's not having a good time right now. <laughs> nice. Roll a, roll a sense motive. Okay. That would be a 10. Sense motive. A 10. Fucking, you don't know what's going on, man. There's so many people in here. You can't get a read on anyone. Everyone in here is just like, they could be someone. You don't know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hannibal, what are you doing? Uh, Hannibal sits down at the bar. Uh, he, he places his, his dodo bird familiar Judas uh, on the stool next to him and says, uh, I'll take a, a gin and tonic, please. And a virgin daiquiri for Judas here. <laughs> yeah, Sure. So the um, bartender goes over and gets you a gin and tonic and a virgin daiquiri for your bird. <laughs> He's a uh, dude. Should I, should I put it on the floor? Oh no, it's fine. Uh, do you have those little umbrellas? He he does fancy himself. No, no. no. Well, uh, straws should be sufficient. We don't have straws. <laughs> only only paper straws. Wow. We're really concerned about the environment here. How barbaric. Uh, uh, the, the goblet is fine. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. There you go. That's uh three silver. Now, you you got the first round, correct, Judas? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will start. And he just like out. picks the counter. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Classic Bright Judas. Blue dodo. He left his wallet at home. <laughs> oh my god. It's still three silver. Uh, you're no fun. And he, he puts like, uh, he puts five silver on the bar. Damn. I'm a full grown adult. I work at a bar. I'm fucking sick of this place. <laughs> <laughs> I work in the service industry. You think I want to deal with shits like you? Uh, no, I suppose not. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Take the drinks on the house. I'm just fucking with the old timer. Oh, you see that, Judas? There is good in this world. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, why don't I have everyone separately roll a uh, perception check for me? Arkroff? That's a six. <laughs> Hannibal? Uh, 18. Kenzo? It's a 19. Razan? 17. And Locke? 13. So Hannibal, Kenzo, and Razan. As you guys are sitting there through kind of the, the smattering of noise, this kind of raucous kind of celebration that's going on just of being out for the night, you guys see and hear the front doors get thrown open. 
and you watch as four individuals come walking through. You see two of them with um, flails slung over their shoulders. One of them walks in in these beautiful kind of blue coats that kind of goes into a robe. It's like this long coat, dark-skinned, head shaved with a beard. And you see one individual walk in with a, a shield slung across their back, a dwarf with stark red hair pulled back into a ponytail and an elaborately braided beard uh, with a dwarven war axe hole over one shoulder. And they go right up to the bar. They push past right where Hannibal is and the war axe just gets embedded into the bar. And the gentleman with the long robe comes over and says, we would all like drinks, please. The bartender kind of stops for a second. Uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, no problem. Whatever you guys need, sure, on the house. Uh, and he goes and lays out a couple beers for them and the, the gentleman in the long coat's not beer for me a wine please of course oh yeah of course and he goes and he gets a uh, get some wine for them pulls out some other drinks and sets it up for them is that is, is, is that is that all you need uh, uh, is, is it okay for now it's fine shove off and they all begin partaking and everything they're standing like right essentially right on the other side of judas from you hannibal what do you guys do uh the dwarf is next to judas correct with the axe in the table yeah he pulls it out and there's like this big gash of wood in the uh countertop he he, he will look uh and make eye contact awkward eye contact with the dwarf and say Oh, that is a, a fine piece of craftsmanship. Uh, it's dwarven make. Of course it is. Uh, of course. Say, do you work out? <laughs> because I could give you a few tips. I used to be c- quite the athlete in my day. My name is Hannibal. What, what's yours? Dirk. Ah, Dirk. Lovely name. Uh, uh, aristocratic, even. Uh, this th- is the part where you stop talking now, okay, old timer? Oh, uh, yes. I think I had... And he just kind of turns around and mumbles to himself. <laughs> hey, bartender. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You need something? Oh. Who are the stuffy assholes at the end over there? He, sh- 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 he kind of goes over and he goes, don't, 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 don't mess with them. Don't mess with them. He actually like goes over and like goes around the bar really quick while they're not looking. He pulls you aside. He says, don't, 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 don't. You look like the type to pick a fight. Don't, don't, don't fuck with those guys. They're Lord Bestlove Howells men. Just, just let things go. They get what they want. Whatever they want, whatever they want, however they want it. We just don't. We don't fuck with them in Guildside. Just don't. Don't. Don't mess with them. Okay? You understand me? I don't want you to get killed. I don't need to clean up your blood for my floorboards tonight. Okay? Ugh. And I thought you'd be such a good mash. You're just a pansy. But I won't start any trouble in your club. I run a business. I got kids to feed. I understand. I understand. I do. Okay. Well, just keep that thing in its sheath. He points to your katana. He goes over back. Oh, hey, uh, you guys need anything? And, like, the the taller gentleman with the long coat snaps a look at him. No, shut up. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Kind of, like, puts his head to the side and goes back to cleaning something. Razan is watching from across the bar a bit. She sees him as she comes in. She overhears this conversation. And it's, she just rolls her eyes really big and looks back at her drink. Um, Locke is at the bar, too. Is she, like, right next to them? Or is she, like, what, how big is this bar? She is probably around the other side of the bar. Like, the bar is kind of like a big rectangle without, like, the one side. Because that's where, like, behind the bar is. So you're probably, like, a ways away from them. She'll probably just be staring at them wide-eyed. And if they look at her, she'll just quickly look away. Okay. So right at that moment, we cut back to the interrogation room. We see Sheriff Bartleby had more. Wait, hold on, hold. Yeah, you go into a fight. When did the fight start? I don't need to know about how you were all drinking, speaking to people. Yes, we know that Howell's men showed up. When did the fight start? Cut back to the tavern. When the group isn't looking, when the guy in the robe goes to put the glass of wine to his mouth, 
Harcroft casts Mage Hand to make him spill the wine down his chest. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have him roll a little reflex save. Let's see. Uh, this is just impromptu. Let's see if he can uh, stop himself from spilling it everywhere. That's an eleven. No, he um, goes and he spills wine all over himself. He's, oh, by the gods! And you see the the bartender comes like, oh, 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 it must have been probably my fault. And he pulls out a towel, starts wiping the guy's robe. He's like, fuck off, you green shit. Leave me. Just get me a new glass of wine. And he kind of looks around the room and he kind of scans over everything. I'm gonna have him roll. I'm gonna roll a sense motive. Uh-oh. Ooh. Oh, he doesn't have a modifier to this, but he rolled a 19. Oh shit! And he looks right at Arkrov. Uh-oh. Arkrov, uh, he smirks at you. Arkrov looks at him and then kind of like goes back to reading his book. And then as he's looking at him, you see Arkrov kind of look over his shoulder real quick and then go back to his book. Arkrov, you hear a faint message in your ear, apparently out of nowhere. You hear a voice. Have I seen you somewhere before? You look rather familiar. Uh, um, I never. You're too far away and it's too loud in here. I can't hear you. This is magic if you didn't know. Next time, when you decide to mess with one of us, know that we mean our business. I'll let this slide this one time. And it just goes back. You don't hear the, the message anymore. Um, Hannibal turns back to Judas and says, Well, I'm glad you are enjoying your daiquiri. D- yes. If you don't mind, I would like, I would love to try it. And uh, I go to pick it up and it kind of, he pecks my fingers the wrong way and I spill it all over the dwarf next to me. Fucking Torag, are you kidding me? Oh, Judas, you've had too much to drink. I'm sorry, I should. I'm gonna kill that fucking bird and eat it. And he goes, and he's just gonna, he's just gonna swing down at Judas. Oh no! What? (laughs) Oh shit! He pulls the war axe out. That's a. Oh man, that's a twenty-five to hit. Oh shit! I mean, yeah, he's a fucking bird, a flat-footed dodo. Did did you stat foot him? Did you stat him out? Yeah. All right. Oh my god. Oh my! I feel bad. How many hit points does he have? Eleven. Oh man! Oh boy! Oh boy! Don't kill the bird! We know he lives. We know he lives. It was in the flash forward. (laughs) Um, As he brings this down, he swipes down at the dodo, and he takes eight points of slashing damage from the dwarven war axe. Fucking hell! Keep that fucking goddamn thing on a goddamn leash, huh, old timer? Uh, How dare you! You know, back in my day. Kids like you uh, yeah. some respect. Back in now, your but... day. Yeah, go back to the fucking nursing home, you old shit. You know what? We're best love house men. You don't fuck with us. We'll burn this place to the ground if we want to. This place is ours. Dude, so we you... run this place. Are you all right? At this point, Amazon gets up. She sees all of this happen and while she's smirking and laughing to herself at the uh, the drink spills, the second he pulls out the weapon is when they cross the line. And so she, she walks over. I don't know what your problem is, but clearly it was an accident. If this is your place, get out of here. They have nothing to do with this and you're just disturbing everyone else's good time, okay? You see the two gentlemen with the flails slung over their shoulders walk up. You actually do notice at this point, they're both half-elves and they look exactly the same. They're apparently identical twins. Oh. And at the exact same time, just slightly off from each other. What the fuck are you talking about, girl? You're out here provoking innocent people that are here trying to enjoy themselves at the bar. I don't care. Hey, we're provoking people. We fucking run this side of town. Look, I don't care who you are or what you think you run. Get out of here. You see the man in the robe walk up. Um, Miss, it seems as if you don't understand. Are you not from around? How long have you been in this city? Tourist. You hear from across the room. Cox! All of you, Cox! <laughs> Especially you. 
The racist. And also, is the man in the robe an elf? No, he's human. He's human? You racist disgrace of fucking skin. Ugh. Oh, and you, the dwarf. I love burly man. I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. And he runs across the bar. Oh! All right, everyone roll for initiative. <laughs> buddy. Cocked. Yeah. Cocked. <laughs> Quote of the show. Um, Arkrov. I actually got a 17. Oh, nice. Okay. Razan. 17 as well. 17 as well. Who has a... Who, what are your guys' dex modifiers? Plus four. Zero. Okay. Razan is going to go first. Hannibal? Uh, I don't know, buddy. How's a 27 suit you? What the fuck? Did you take improved <laughs> initiative? I did. What? And you have a good dex too? Uh, no, but my familiar gives me a bonus to my initiative. Nice. Wait, the dodo gives you initiative bonuses? Yup. Really? I said that's I was going to do that's it one cool. day, buddy. I said I was going to play a character with a high initiative. And Dang, finally, dude. Yeah. Now you just got to take you got to take like a couple level dips into a couple different other classes to get like boosts like a gunslinger or an inquisitor or something. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kenzo rolled a four. Oh, yucky. Yeah. And lock. 13. Again. 13. I keep rolling 13. All right, let's get this sorted. Uh, let's get you guys. We're over on roll 20 right now, which is weird. Not real minis. Let's get you guys moved over to the actual battle map here. Ooh, I'm excited, buddy. Slide you guys over. Can y'all see that? Yep. yep. <gasps> Look at that. Cool. That's so cool. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Oh. See, so yeah, not, not, not just my normal battle maps oh. are cool. All of them are cool. <laughs> yeah. So you guys can see yourselves on the table. You've even got a little dodo, blue dodo for Judas. Um, your name should be labeled. But uh, starting off the top of round one, as you see this shaggy-haired individual with these clitter-clatter of these wooden shoes run across the floor, I imagine a blade beginning to be drawn. Um, mm-hmm. Hannibal, you're up first. Uh, Hannibal really not wanting to start a conflict, um, but he sees that it's not up to him anymore. Maybe there's no reasoning with these uh, with these men after all. And he's going to, uh, you know, he's going to cast Shadow Trap on Ooh. the gentleman dwarf to Judas's left. So I need you to roll a will save, buddy. The dwarf is going to roll a will save. Okay, let's go. We got a 15. That's a fail. All right. What happens to this dude? Okay. So what you see is uh, you see him kind of, I guess, move towards Kenzo in an attempt to leave his seat or his stool. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he's just standing at the bar. I don't know. But he goes to move and like one of the candelabras on the wall kind of like blows a little bit and you see the shadow get a little bit darker as he is pulled and trapped to his seat. You pin the target's shadow to its current location, causing the target to become entangled and preventing it from moving farther than five feet from its original position, as if the shadow were anchored to the terrain. Each round on its turn, it can attempt a new saving throw uh, to end the effect, but it's a full round action. Okay, mm. so they're they're entangled. So I put a little put a little marker on a little web marker on him. You can remember he's entangled. Um, I just realized I don't have my GM screen in front of me. I should probably move that for the next session. Um, so I can't actually see. You guys have to check conditions for me because I don't have that on me right now. But great, um, shadow trap. That's a standard action. You want to move it all? Um, he'll take a f- mm. yeah. He'll take a five foot step. Okay, you should be able to control him. So yeah, he'll roll go right here. Okay. And he will say, uh, his eyes, Judas, pick him in the eyes. <laughs> and Judas is going to make an attack. All right, roll an attack for Judas, baby. The giant Crayola blue dodo, as you explained to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
cradle of blue. Uh, he's flat-footed and entangled. He is flat-footed. So does a 17 hit. Let me yeah. see real quick. Got to check entangle really quick. It's a minus four to his dex. There's no AC penalty, but there is a minus four to his dexterity, which will give him a minus two to his flat-footed AC. That's flat-footed AC 16, baby. It hits. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 16 on the die, baby. Nice. nice. Give me uh, that damage. Strike I don't know back. how much Dodo's do. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You got to pull up the stat block here. Hold Let's on, look I'm up. Looking at <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Never had to look up a dodo before. Death it's by a, dodo. It's under the familiar stats, so its stats are a little. You different. can also just look up dodo. It's a bite. It's a. It's a. Uh, it's a D three minus two. <laughs> so it just does one. I just think. does one. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. It just does a damage. We'll just say it does a damage. <laughs> he it does one eyes. damage. He leaps up and just <laughs> pokes him right in the face. He, he gets the dwarf right in the nose. He's like, oh, fucking pythonic. Oh my god! <laughs> man, this fucking bird picks me in the nose! Serves you right! That's his turn. That's the end oh of your god. turn. Up next is Razan. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me help with that. She's gonna five foot step right over here. And then. Okay, she's... right in front of the dodo. Yeah, and then she's gonna. She's within five feet of the dwarf, so she's gonna go ahead and attack the dwarf with both of her short swords. All right, roll yeah. that. Make sure you're roll applying it. the two weapon fighting penalty. First one is going to be 14. He is 14 is a miss. All right, let me try that again. This time it's going to be a 16. That is exactly a hit with the <laughs> flat footed and entangled. Go ahead and roll me some damage. All right. Um, I will not count him. He's not. Uh, well, no, he is flat footed, so you do actually get sneak attack. Nice. Because you are, in case people haven't picked it up, a rogue. Sick. <laughs> Okay. An unchained rogue. What? So I add 2d6 to that. So on top of the 1d6 plus 4, I add another 2d6. Is that how it works? Correct. Damn. Perfect. 13 damage. Damn. 13. Shit. Okay. All oh, right. Fuck. You you swipe out with the first short sword, and you watch the dwarf just, like, bat it away with his dwarven war axe. And as he's kind of swinging horizontally, oh. batting your short sword away, you spin around in a circle in, like, a pirouette, and you actually come down, and you just slash behind one of his knees and get, like, a nice gouge of a wound. You see some blood just onto the floor. He just... Ah! She just smiles at him. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, after that, it's going to be Arkrov is going to be up. Uh, Arkrov will remove the large wooden shield from his back and... Is that, is that uh, a move action? Good question. <laughs> no, he's level three. He's got to have a bad by now. It's not a weapon. You know what? Lots of shield. Oh, I did math wrong. It's 11, not 13. I'm sorry. I will just give him two hit points back. That's totally okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's... Sure, it's a move action. I don't know. We'll look it up later. Um, Fast and loose. I, t- I take it back. I don't do that. Okay, uh, you don't do that. We won't Arkrob, look it up later. <laughs> Arkrob begins casting. So you see him start to whirl his hand, his top hand over his bottom hand, and start to create energy. Um, he begins casting? Is it yeah. finish the spell? No. Full round? Full yeah. round. All right, you begin casting. You've been muttering this incantation under your breath as you're back. You look over and you can, you're kind of over near where the hearth is, and you can watch as the flames kind of like, kind of get start to get put, like blown out, but not quite yet. Um, that's your whole round. It's going to be the twins' turn. So immediately, one of these twins is going to take a five foot step towards Razan, and the other one's also going to move forward. They're going to both move to attack Razan. One attack each. All right, first one right in front of you. 
That is a, oh, that's a natural 20. First no. attack. Oh, no, not first attack. First attack was against the Dodo, but like first one against like real character. Yeah. Um, that's a natural 20 for a 24 to hit. Yes. So let's roll, let's roll to confirm. Um, that is a natural 19, 23 no. to confirm. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> now we know how this campaign is going. Oh my uh, God. Awesome. Shit. I assume that confirms, right? Yeah, obviously that confirms, yes. <laughs> okay. Not a name character. That is going to be 12. 12 points Yikes. of bludgeoning oh damage God. as this oh, flail comes shit. down and just smashes into you. We're going to a second attack on the other guy. That is a total of 16 to hit. Does not hit. All right, Ooh, that one misses. Kill. So the first one comes down and he just takes a step around his dwarven buddy and just brings the flail down and just smashes into your shoulder. And the other guy comes around and you're just able to kind of use the momentum from getting struck in your shoulder to spin around and duck as like the morning star comes by and just like almost grazes your nose. Um, but that's the end of their turn. The dwarf is up. The dwarf is debating. Does he murder the bird or does he murder the person that's now threatening his friends? I think he's going to go for the person threatening his friends. Thank so you, I don't buddy. murder your fucking familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and continuity says he can't be dead. Yeah. He can't be dead. Exactly. Uh, so he's going to roll. Um, let's see. He's going to get uh, just one attack with his dwarven war axe right at, uh, at Razan because she's up there. Just how it goes right now. Don't forget your minus two for being entangled. He does get a minus two to attack, so I'm just going to verify on my sheet, but I'm pretty sure you're right. Just take a minus two to attack, so I'm going to treat that as that. His total is a nine to hit. It is a miss. Ooh. He brings the war axe around, and once again, you're able to spin to one side. You guys can see this girl as she's moving. She's very fluid, and she kind of doesn't stop moving. She constantly is moving out of the way of these attacks and trying to bring her short swords around again for a strike. But uh, he does miss with that standard action. Does he want to move at all? He is going to take a five-foot step back behind the twins because he just got pecked in the face and slashed by this girl. Uh, sorry, um, buddy. I don't think he can do that with uh, while he's shadow-trapped. Oh, oh, can he? Shit. Oh, you're right. Can he, like, can he, like, roll a thing to get out? Is that a uh, thing? That's a four-round action. Four-round action. All right. Never mind. He's too dumb to realize, so he doesn't get to move. Up next is Locke you know on what? the other side of the bar. Sorry, he can buddy. Move five. Yeah. yeah, it says... Uh, he cannot move more than five feet from its original position, but getting okay. but getting rid of the effect is a full round action. Gotcha. So he does move five feet behind the twins. Yeah. But that will provoke because he can't take a five foot step, I assume. No. Okay. It doesn't say well, anything it says, about that. It says he can't move more than five feet. Um, so I can imagine he can take, it doesn't say he can't take a five foot step. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But he doesn't move. He does move at half speed when entangled. If you're hindered right. in movement, can you not take a five foot step? That's a good question. We'll look it up later. <laughs> hey, hey Foz, Foz, this is your job now that we're playing remote. Write right. down the shit to look up later. Right. And we'll get it right in the next one. Okay, cool. Um, Locke, it's your turn. You're right over here on the other side of the bar, kind of behind these guys. You're standing behind them. Yeah, she sees these guys kind of wailing on these supposedly innocent customers. And she's like, what the heck? This isn't good. I got to help or something. So she hops up off her stool and uh, she, can I move her? Yeah. She's going to move right here. Nice. Uh, so a few uh, feet down and she's going to reach into her belt, grab a vial of catalyst liquid and make a fucking bomb and she's going to throw it. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you're going to make a ranged touch attack. I think you have the modifier on your sheet. I think we put that there. I do indeed. Um, Go for it. Who are you throwing it at? At the the guy in the robe or the dwarf? I'm going to throw it at this guy, the the dwarf, dwarf. and hopefully get some splash damage on these other dudes. Awesome. Uh, Go ahead and roll that touch attack. Okie dokie. Bomb, bomb, bomb. He's got a a real low touch AC. 
That is a 20 to hit. 20 to touch. That's easy. That's a hit. Roll me some damage. Roll me some damage. So that's going to be... That's going to be eight points of damage. Eight points. And then I believe... Against this one, right? Yes. And then I believe the other two, the two... uh, Actually, I think all three of these dudes... All three. ...get uh, four points of damage then. Splash damage. Let me just double check. I've never played this class before. I don't know anything. I'm a little jealous. Yeah, if anyone hasn't uh, noticed, we're all playing classes we've never played before, and it's fun. (laughs) It's very fun. I'm excited. Oh, no, actually, the bomb's damage is better. Um, It is equal to the minimum damage. So it's if it's right now, it's currently 2d6 plus 4, correct? The damage, Laura? 1d6 plus 4. No, I think it's 2d6. It says 1d6 plus 4 on my sheet. Is it 2d6 for one bomb? Hold on, hold on. I'm double checking. One moment. I have my computer right in front of me, unlike normal. It is at level three. It is 2d6. (gasps) So you should roll another d6. All right, you can add five more damage to that. Five more damage. Nice. So it is the minimum damage for you because it's 2d6 plus four, right? So the minimum damage is six damage. That happens to all of them. I believe they get a reflex save, though. For half? Possibly. Yes. I'm not sure what the DC is on that, but... Yeah, those caught in the splash damage can attempt a reflex save for half damage. Uh, I actually put the DC up at the top left of your first page, Laura, right next to where it says bombs. Oh, look at that. It should say DC. I think it's a 15. Your DC is a 15. So all of them, except for the dwarf, are going to roll a reflex save. Let's go with the twins. The one up top is going to roll reflex. That is a 17. That's a pass. The other one, that's a natural 20. That's a pass. And the gentleman in the robe... It's also going to roll. That is a 14. It's just a failure. Yes. So wow. They are going to take three points. And the other guy is going to take a whole six. Ha yeah. All right. That's your standard action for the one attack. You want to do anything else? That's it. Oh, you moved too. You I moved into move. your standard yeah. action. Awesome. Uh, well, it is the gentleman in the robes turn. Let me just check this out here real quick. Johnny, make Robin. sure. Do the twins look like the twins from the Matrix? No, they're not the ghosts. Oh, too bad. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. <laughs> that was a perfect opportunity for you. Yes, and? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this guy is going to step forward. Oh, and no. Out begins, or he's going to actually probably throw a concentration check just to make sure here. That is a, yeah, it's in the mid-20s. It's a, it's a 24 for his concentration check. Yep, that's good enough. And he is going to begin casting a spell. I need Razan and Hannibal to please roll a will save. No, I don't like that. Oh, no. Okay. I got Hannibal? Uh, give me a sec. Oh, uh, Razan? I got a six. Oh, that's a failure. I got a nine. That's also a failure. He outstretches his hand as he makes his incantation, muttering something under his breath, and you watch as a bright cloud of golden particles covers no. everyone and everything no. in that area. Oh, no. You are both blinded. Four four rounds. Shit. Not great. What? That glitter dust. Sure is. Uh, It seems like it might be a spell like glitter dust. Let me let you guys know for blinded, because I can't hand you our usual condition cards. You take a minus two to your AC. You lose your dex bonus to AC. You take a minus four penalty on most strength and dex-based skill checks. All opponents gave 50% concealment. Moving over half speed requires a DC 10 acrobatics. Damn. I'm so fucked. Yeah, this baby. Maybe. Well, that is the end... Uh, actually, yeah, that was a five-foot step and a standard action. That's the end of his turn. It is now Kenzo's turn. The guy who started it all going to the bottom of the round with that shitty initiative. What are you doing, Kenzo? This is Kenny boy. This works Kenzo-y. out super cool. So only the people in the glitter cloud are affected? Correct. 
Hmm. It's like it, it happens and then it ends. Like okay, you, you yeah, you're not gonna run into it. Yeah. Okay, so Kenzo will run up right here. Okay, yeah, you can make it there, right up next to one of the twins. And twins. <laughs> <laughs> so Kenzo will rush around. He'll remove his katana during this movement, and he will do a full round attack. Full round attack. Full round attack. Full round attack. Oh my god. So he'll do a full round attack action on the pretty half elf boy. You can't do a full round because you move. Oh, you can true. only make one attack with your blade if you want to. Sorry. Sorry. Hmm. Wanna make that one attack? You could power attack. I know you got that power attack, dude. How'd you build that? I know you got that power attack. <laughs> Always use power attack. Always, always. Unless you're Shane, because he can't roll good with Orin. <laughs> yep. Unless you're Shane. It's the only exception. Mm. What you gonna do, dude? Kenzo will raise his sword, but he'll do something different. He'll turn his body, and instead of using his sword, he's going to hold up two fingers and strike this dude in the nose with his unarmed strike attack <laughs> with two fingers okay, okay. trying to fish him in the nose. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, are you going to try? You're trying to grapple him? Yes. Okay, roll a combat maneuver. Will do. Roll that CMB, bro. Remember, I think you have a special bonus to grapple, if I remember correctly. I do. Woo. It is a 19. A 19 is a successful yes. grapple. Kenzo comes around and just cocks and he runs around and just so he puts his two fingers in this guy's nostrils, this elf, and he just, oh, ah, ah, fuck! And you have him right by the nostrils and just have him grabbed and grappled. That is your move and your standard, but you do have him grappled currently. Mm-hmm. Nice. At the bottom of the round, we flash back to the interrogation room. You guys see Sheriff Bartleby Hadmore. His head is in his hand. He looks up. He looks at all of you. Okay. First of all, he looks over at Locke, the small elven girl. A bomb? <laughs> um, well, you see that? That's kind of what I do. I, I make bombs. Oh, sure. Murderer murders people. No. Yeah, just excuse no, no. him. I, I wasn't trying to murder anyone. I, I just, I don't know. I, I was I was worried they were going to hurt somebody. Yeah, it's all good. An owlbear moles people. A septic lord eats people in the sewers. Let them do what they want. Of course, sure, no problem. Um, she was defending herself and the rest of us. Well, They're the ones who started it. Why aren't you interrogating them? Oh, you know why I can't interview them. Oh, because they're too rich and they have too much power and you don't have any balls? Because oh, You see, they were, they were being very rude. Very rude. I, I couldn't... I didn't know what to do. It was my fault, officer. I shouldn't have had that gin and tonic. You were at a bar. That's what people do at bars. They have drinks. Yes, but if I didn't have the alcohol in my system, I wouldn't have been uh, interested in trying Judas's daiquiri. All right, all right. What? Happened next. We flash back. Top of the round. Hannibal, you're up. Hannibal's like covering. She's like, oh, God, Judas, just run away. Just run. Run for your life, Judas. Uh, he covers his, his face with his hands and he says, oh, Judas, just run for your life. And he casts um, he casts a spell on himself. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And everybody who's uh, watching sees... Four identical um, Hannibals pop up, and they're all grabbing their face. And he's like, "Nice, just, just run, Judas, run!" 
They're all, all at the same time. They're making the same hand motions and everything. Um, you see Judas is just currently like barely standing up. just. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to move because he has to make an acrobatics check for that. He's going to stay there. Okay. No, I don't think you, you're, you're outside of the range. So you could move without an acrobatics check. Oh, really? Yeah, look, you're right here. I mean, but doesn't it say you have to do an acrobatics check to move half speed? Move more than half speed. Oh, right. Oh. I forgot. You're, you're blinded. You're blinded. Oh, you could move half, half speed, speed, though. Yeah, so you can go 15 feet. Okay, he'll, he'll do that. You're like, uh, he's, he's, right. he's going to move far away. He'll get like, uh, that was 10. He'll move one more. And then uh, Judas will also move. Uh, he's got okay, to move that, speed. That of... will provoke from one of the twins with their flail. So let me just roll on him right here. Mm, okay, eight just take to a... hit. Oh, that's a miss. Oh, okay. Which one does that provoke? It provokes from this guy. The centered okay. one. The one in the uh, middle. Yeah, that's his turn. Cool. You, uh, Hannibal and Judas, scurry back. Hannibal, now, there's now five of them total. Um, just more, <laughs> four more dudes to suck up to the cops. Um, <laughs> end of his turn. Razan, you're up. All right. Razan uh, is now blinded. She's going to cover her eyes with her arm, um, with her left arm, and then with her short sword that she carries in her right hand is going to just swipe at whoever's in front of her. Okay. Um, just to double check here for what's going to affect things. 50% um, mischance. Yeah, it actually doesn't affect your attack. It's just a 50% mischance. So you can actually, you could roll a full attack if you wanted to. It's up to you. Um, it's just a 50% uh, mischance. So. No, I think I'm just going to do one attack so I can still move. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm going to. Okay. Uh, I got 21. That is a hit. Please roll a percentile die for me. 51 or higher, and you're golden. Well, I got a 66. So. <laughs> 66, so that goes through. Roll me some damage. Nice. Three plus five is going to be eight. Eight points of damage. Nice. Still cranking it out there. Uh, you Good. didn't roll sneak attack, right? No. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Uh, uh, and then she's going to move after that. So I know this is going to provoke, but she is going to move. Actually, what's where, let me find my movement. I don't know what my total is. Uh, you should have 30 feet because you're just a standard human. And so you can go 15 feet without rolling an acrobatics check I'll go, right I'll now because you're blind. She'll stumble back 15 feet. Kind of just okay. like tumble backwards. Okay, you're at 15. Uh, it's going to provoke an attack of opportunity. So they're going to roll for one. That is a... Uh, that's a 10. Nice. Uh, you do have... You do have... Remember, you don't get your dex to AC. It's 12. And you get a minus two. You currently have a... Wait, you should have a total of a minus six right now, right? Yeah. You usually right. have an eight... You have an 18 AC? Mm -hmm. Dang, girl. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, they miss you. All right. Well, Arkrov, you're up. What happens with this spell, dude? So you see bursting from seemingly nowhere is a Shetland pony. A Shetland what? pony? You're going to make me get... You're going to make you look through assets no. right now? <laughs> Well, you knew I was full round casting. Oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> um, hold on. Did you just summon a pony? <laughs> in the bar. Sure in the tavern. <laughs> I am so excited right now. There you there go. Is. is it medium size? No, it's small. Uh, it's small. That's good enough. It's one square. Yeah. There you go. You guys can all see that, right? Yeah. That's there's great. a there's a horse. And if you can give me, there's a horse. A if you can give me control, or if you want me to just Oh yeah, you. here we go. Here, one sec. Let me give you control. I'm getting used to this shit. It's going to be weird. There you go. You got it. Sweet. So you see the Shetland pony just burst from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannibal doesn't see shit. Up. He's blind. He's going to move up. <laughs> he doesn't even know. He just hears a horse. He hears a horse noise next to him. And he can smell it. He can smell the horse. Is that you? It smells, like, it smells like ethereal extra planar horse dung. Oh, wow. No. The Shetland pony's going to move up to 
one of the twins. The twins. <laughs> and he's going to make a, a little attacky. Okay, roll an attack, dude. He could charge him, technically. Uh, that's a natural one. Nope. Oh, matter. no. I know he's not I, names, but I'm not, I'm not going to do this, but I'm just going to ask. Um, what is what is the horse's name? What does is, what is Arcroft call him? Does Arcroft name, name his summon creatures? His name is uh, Bartholomew. Nice. Oh. Right, nice. Bart. Um, but that's a natural one. That is a miss, unfortunately. All right. And uh, Arcroft is going yeah, to going move. Fifteen. 20. He's going to move here. Okay. Move like 15 feet to his left, like about 10 feet behind Hannibal. Yep. And you see him start to kind of, he closes his eyes, twitches a little bit, and then opens his palms up to the air. And um, he's going to heal everyone around him for five points of healing. Oh, is that a channel energy? A little channel positive energy. Okay, that means that Razan, Hannibal, and Judas all get five hit points back. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well done. Thank you, buddy. A little clue into what we got Fosmire playing, huh? Yeah. We got a a handful of clues, handful of clues. Yeah. We'll see. Um, And that's your turn. Yeah, movement and standard. You got your, uh, your summon creature went. That's the end of your turn. It is the twins turn. So we're going to have the first one's going to attack that Shetland pony. Going to attack good old Bart. So I'm trying to think of a good, like, horse pun with Bartholomew, but it's really difficult. Um, I ain't got nothing. Also, what? how do you justify Blue. hurting a horse? Hey. <laughs> it just tried to attack him. And it appeared. They know what magic is. The, the world knows what magic is, man. They know it's a summoned creature. Uh, the first one's going to make an attack on the horse. That is a 13 to hit. A 13 is a hit. Ooh. Okay. That is going to be a solid five points of bludgeoning damage as this flail comes down and whoosh, smacks Oof. into this guy. All right. Um, Who is this that attacked? Twin. Um, it is... This twin. Now, okay. this guy below him, the other twin, is going to attack Kenzo. Uh, no, actually, try. no. He's actually grappled. He's mm-hmm. grappled, so he is going to he's going to attempt to break the grapple as okay. a standard action. Put a he, token on him so you know he's grappled. Yeah, which one's grappled? That's a good. It can do that. Let me let me see. Let me let me let me do. That. I'm getting used to putting these statuses on roll twenty. What do we got? What looks like a grappled token? Not the entangled one. Um, we're gonna put a fist on him. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fist, um, buddy. Yeah. Let's see. He is grapple. He's gonna take a just gonna do a normal CMB to try to break the grapple. It's against uh, Kenzo's CMD, correct? Yeah. Right, guys. Yes. Oh, it sorry. Is. What? Uh, to break so. a grapple, it's a, your CMB versus his their CMD, right? Correct. Or escape artist. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't have escape artist. That is a seventeen against your CMD, and it fails. It nice. fails. He tries to. He's trying to pull his face away, and he just have his nostrils. He just. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Amazing. But he's uh he's not able to. That's the end of their turn. Uh, it is the dwarf's turn. What is he gonna do after getting hit with a bomb? Get nice and fucked up, real good. Real good. He is going to take a five foot step. Towards no. lock. Turn around. See this person. It's pretty obvious with all the shit you have hanging from your bandolier that you're the one with the alchemical stuff. Yeah. So he's going to make one attack. Um, uh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm going to have to stop you there. He is shadow trapped, so he cannot move more than five feet from his original space. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, then what he is going to do is he is going to free action drop his dwarven war axe. Move action, draw a throwing axe, and throw it at her. Oh, anyway. no. You watch him just like try to That's move. Cool. He's trying to move with this shadow. You see this like this hand grasping around. It almost looks, actually, it's not a hand. It looks like this. 
ethereal, dark, shadowy bird mm. that has the, has him in its grip. The mouth looking like a giant-sized version of Judas wrapping around this guy made of shadow. Yeah. He says, fuck this. And he just throws down his dwarven war axe, removes his throwing axe, and hucks it right at Locke. That's going to be a... Minus two. 16 to hit. Oh, it's 14 Does to not hit. hit. That is a miss. You watch the throwing axe just... Goes right past and just right into the wall behind you. And that's his turn, move, and standard. And now, Locke, you are up. She looks very scared. Her eyes are like saucers. They're huge. And she's like, oh, and she moves to the side. She's going to go one space to her left and uh, skip over there. And then she's going to see who's this blonde motherfucker. Who's this guy? That's, That's the elf? elf? Yeah, That's the, the, the No, that is the human guy with the Sorry. robes. Yeah, the beautiful right, the human person. Guy. Okay, she's going to see him, and she was like, oh, yeah, that was that rude guy. I don't like him. And she's going to sneakily stick her hand back into her belt, pull out a vial, drink it, and then spit oh. a nice big wad of spit at him. That is some yes. adhesive spittle, and it works just like a tanglefoot bag. So he is now stuck. Mm-hmm. It's not. He cannot roll against it, or he can roll a DC to not be stuck. But I do not need to roll an attack. Yeah, he, it automatically It's a reflex him. save. It's a reflex save, yeah. It's a reflex save for him. Let me see. His reflex save pretty low. Let's see. That's a 17, though. The DC is based off of the spell, not a normal Tanglefoot bag. So how does... Correct. So it's going to be... Um, it is a level one alchemist spell. So it's going to be 10 plus the spell level plus your intelligence modifier. So that's Shit. a 15. So he Shit. saves. Um, it is a reflex for partial. So let's see what this says. That he says spittle. Once during this spell's duration, you can spit a viscous liquid as a standard action. This liquid functions as a Tanglefoot bag, except you do not have to make a successful attack roll to hit your target. The DCs to counteract this adhesive to avoid being stuck to the floor, fly, to break these blah, blah, blah. Use the spell's DC rather than a Tanglefoot bag's normal DC. Um, so, so he is hit. Let me see. The DCs to interact with this adhesive. To counter, the DC to counteract this adhesive. Oh, it looks like he rolls that when he wants to, to, to avoid being stuck to the floor. So he is not, um, he is not stuck to the floor. Okay. Like. Does anything happen so, to him? No, it looks like he just avoids okay. that. All right. Never mind. Sorry. I tried. It's fine. So you drink this and you just kind of, you watch like, <laughs> no one can see that. No one can hear this because it's not uh, a video medium. But if you guys look, she like puts this thing in her mouth and then like, <laughs> Like swishes it up like in her cheeks and then just spits it at this guy and he's able to just barely lean up against the bar and it hits on the ground and it it like it foams up like that um expanding foam you use for like in the various walls. tons of different inside the walls and stuff and just on the ground he's able to just avoid it so that is a standard and a move that's the end of Locke's turn it is now that guy's oh, turn <laughs> what is he gonna do oh, now no. huh oh no let me just double check one Uh-oh. thing here. That's it for me. He like quickly pulls this wand from his side and reaches out and like casts this spell at you. That is a 11 to touch AC. Let me check. No, it's gotta be a miss. Nope, that misses. <laughs> All right, you see this gout of this this acid, this pointed acid dart fly out just and it just nails into the wall behind you. You're able to avoid it. Um, that's a standard action. He is going to, with that, is he going to move? What's he going to do? He is going to roll a check. He's going to try to get behind the bar. Ooh. Roll a skill check for him. A um, little acrobatic. Yeah, it's a 15. He's able to just get over. He's going to use up all of his movement just to get over the bar. Get on the other side next to the bartender. That's the end of his turn, though. Does and that it is from Bartholomew? Uh, it would provoke Bartholomew, yeah. The the Shetland pony would, can, can <laughs> go ahead and make an attack oh of opportunity. God. He's going to make a hoof attack. Yeah, hoof, hoof him. Hoof him. 
Plus, oh, baby. Lord, that's a natty 17 for a 17. Oh, <laughs> this guy is a mage and doesn't have that good of AC. That's a hit, dude. Nice. Oh, that's going to be a D3. That's three points of damage. Yeah. Three points of damn, dude. Yeah, as he's going over, he, he definitely gets over the thing, but there's definitely a hoof attack that helps him get over the bar. <laughs> but, he's on his own, but he's on his feet, but he took some damage. <laughs> that's the end of the mage's turn. It is now Kenzo. Kenzo, what you going to do, baby? Kenzo will move you're the grappling twin. a guy right now I can move oh I nice see. yeah well you need to the way that grappling works you need to spend a standard action to maintain the grapple and then you're able to make automatic damage remember yeah but I, I could have swore ha- that during a grapple I can move someone five feet you have to maintain the grapple and then as part of that you can oh. move but you won't be able to attack as well it's right. a choice oh. so you gotta make oh, okay. go ahead and make another CMB check but you get a plus five because you maintained the grapple last turn so whatever your CMB oh. is plus five no Roll worries that. In Should be a pretty case, easy thing for you to make against him. I'll maintain the grapple. So that's a standard action, right? Standard action, do that. But if you make that, you get to for free. Like you can, mm-hmm. yeah, you can just automatic katana damage. If you I want will, to. I will. So uh, I don't have to roll for that. You do have to no, roll. It's a CMB, okay. CMB, plus five. Uh, plus five, plus five. Okay. Ooh. So that's a 21. Yeah, no, that's easily that. you maintain. So you can make oh, three no, if you just take your regular five. your regular katana damage, not power attack. You can just do that. Whatever, whatever it is, a yeah. D10 plus whatever. You can just do that to him if you want to. Sick. My CMB is... That's, that's oh, shit. Okay, cool. so it's very high. It was higher than that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so you, you can you can either move him with you. I think it's I think it's half your speed or you or quarter maybe we can look that up. Um or it's you just automatically do your weapon damage. Okay, no, I'll do I'll automatically do my weapon damage. Yeah, just roll uh, your regular katana your non power attack katana damage. Okay, cool. And as he does as he does the strike, he smells the half health and goes, mm, didn't know that racist smell like flowers. <laughs> Oh my god. Is that a callback? That's 17 points of damage. So you're holding you're holding this guy by his nose. He just ah, ah, and you pull him in nice and close and you you go and you whisper to him, you know, I didn't know racist smelled like flowers and you just stab him right through the gut and you watch as anime style the blood spews out the back end and he just ah, and you just like pull it out and you and you like whip all the blood off of your katana and he just falls to the ground dead Jesus. I love it Ooh, beautiful imagery good damn somebody's been watching Castlevania I know <laughs> fuck yeah he gone um, at the end of that round we flash back to the interrogation room Sheriff Hadmore that is why we can't question them we fucking murdered them I didn't see anything I was blind <laughs> of course. Nice. Good excuse. I was just trying to keep everyone alive. Things got out of hand. I think you had things perfectly in hand. Well, I had his nose in my hand. But really, though, Miss Bombs. The public play bombs. Oh, I, I I, didn't just use bombs. I, 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 I mean, never mind. You spit on him. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, never mind. It was self-defense. It was very honorable. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's so very what kind. So what would you all have me do? Sheriff of Guildside, a whole quarter of this city, the capital of our nation, under my charge. And I have all five of you against four of them, I might add. And you went about causing this sort of a ruckus. Does everyone try to kill everyone when they get something spilled on them? Yes, uh, technically, um, they started it. Really? Okay, children, I'm not here to talk about who started it. I'm talking about who ended it. We did you a favor. What 
happened next. Flashback, top of round three. Hannibal, you're up. Oh, shit. All right, Hannibal's still blind, but uh, I guess according to the Glitter Dust spell, at the end of every turn, uh, you get to make a check to see if you are no longer blind. I didn't do that last turn. Um, Do we want to just say, fuck it, we forgot, or retroactively roll it? Uh, I'll allow you guys to both roll it. So Razan and Hannibal can both roll it. Sure. Uh, It's a a will save. Um, Uh, You get an extra attempt at the end of your turn, I guess. Each round at the end of their turn, blinding creatures may attempt a new saving throw to end the blindness effect. What's the total, dude? 18. That's a save. Razan? Nice. I got a 20. That's a save. Neither of you are blind. All right. Remove the blindness. Let me take those little markers off of y'all. And Hannibal, it's Um, your turn. You see Hannibal uh, shake off, all five Hannibals shake off their blindness. And uh, regaining his composure, he just says, he looks to Judas, he says, Well, Judas, this is this is all poppycock. This is not how I intended this evening going. I am so sorry about your daiquiri, sir. And he goes to cast a spell. Um, he, takes a, uh, he takes his hand to his forehead and almost like sarcastically salutes the man. He says, good day. And as he salutes, missiles come flying out of his fingers and he's going to cast a <laughs> magic missile. Who's he aiming for? Uh, he's going to be aiming for the entangled gentleman. Okay. How, how many missiles did you get at level three? That's a good question. For every two characters, character levels beyond first. So you do get, in fact, 2d4 plus two. Uh, six points of damage. Six points nice. of damage. You salute, and from your saluting hand, you bring down uh, your arm to your side, and you watch. You guys watch these two little coursing missiles of light. Course, they go weaving around Kenzo. They weave through the legs of Bartholomew, the Shetland pony. They nearly hit the one of the twins in front of the one, the only living twin, and it stabs into the back of this dwarf, and he falls forward. <laughs> Steaming force damage coming out from his back. He's oh dead. Oh my god. No. Holy shit. Oh yeah. Deleted. Love that plot armor. Plot That's armor. the end of Hannibal's turn. Yeah, super plot armor. What are y'all, Jon Snow? Okay, Razan, you're up. All right, Razan is just dead focused on the guy that blinded her. Yeah, she ain't blind no more. Yeah, she scans the room really quickly and sees him behind the bar. And so she is going to walk right up to the bar. Okay. That's, that's um, uh, I can go full. So, uh, right. Yeah, if you roll an acrobatics check, you can even get up on the bar so you can attack him if you want to do that. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Roll me an acrobatics. Okay. Uh, okay, let's do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you roll a roll 20? No, I'm, I have dice in front of me. Hmm. Well, you see, I rolled a natural one. No. Oh, no. What's the total, Tells. though? You can't fail a skill check. Total is 10. I mean, automatic. That's not bad. 10? I actually want to say, yeah. for just hopping up onto a yeah. counter, okay. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to give it to you. But that's all you get to, so you can... You can Yoink right over there. Here, I'll do it for you. Oh, right. Yoink. Tell me how far I can. There you go. There you, go. you can go right on top of this. You can make a single attack against him. All right, I'm going to use my plus one short sword. Okay. And... Yeah, you know, you won't take the two weapon fighting uh, penalty. Make sure you take your full one. Oh, what? I got a natural 20. Natural yeah. 20. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. All right, well, um, roll to confirm. Okay. Same modifier. Uh, that is a 16. Ooh. I think AC. it is. AC. <gasps> 15. Good shit. Uh, Go ahead and roll just your base damage. Okay. Uh, Times it by two. No sneak attack. Yes. Max damage. Yes. Hell yes. 
Okay, let me do some math real quick. So that's uh, 22. Whoa. Oh my god. Whoa. No sneak Whoa. attack. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's your, what's your damage die? It's 1d6. I rolled uh-huh. a 6 plus uh-huh. 5. Oh, because you have a plus 1 short sword. So it is. I was like, don't you have a plus yeah. 4 to damage? Uh-uh. Um, what do you say to this guy as you slit his fucking throat open? <gasps> that will be the last time you ever pull a piece of shit like that. Nice. Nice. And he's dead. He just slumps onto the ground. His blood spews onto the orc bartender next to him and all over the kegs of beer in the back. Oof. <laughs> um, there is only uh, one of the twins left. Arkrov and Bartholomew are up. Uh, I'll just start with Bartholomew. He'll, uh, he's going to make... One beautiful attack. All right, while you're checking that out, um, uh, I just have to say, Steph, what's it like to roll attack rolls? It's so good. I love it. Welcome to. You don't have to think about spells. You just cast. You cast short sword. Cast short sword. I cast short sword. Cast short sword. (laughs) This is so much more fun. I love it. Oh shit! Somebody, somebody's gonna like being a melee. Yeah, Yeah. me and Fosmire are like, I'll play a caster any day of the week. No, I agree, Steph. I love melee fighting. It's best. I I miss the creativity I can have as a caster, right? Because you can get really creative with what you have to do. Yeah. But I have to say, it's really fun to just not think and just make sure. It's much more work being Way a caster more for work. sure. Anyways, Fosmire, give me the give me that horse attack. Give me that <laughs> shit and pony attack. I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna give you two hooves. Two hooves. Two, two, two hooves. Two hooves. Two hooves. <laughs> Four eighteen. Natty eighteen against his AC of seventeen is a hit. Nice. Oh God, that's two points of damage with two a points. Move. Just <laughs> still next one. <laughs> next one. Uh, that's eleven. So that's not gonna. That's hit. a miss. The first one pushes him backwards, and he like stumbles backwards, and then the other hoof comes down right onto the floor. Doesn't um, get him. Arkrov's gonna move his. 10, 20 feet of movement, and uh, he's going to go ahead and um, throw his hands over the air again and channel some more energy just in case anybody needs some. Nice. Yeah, some that blood. will that will get everyone except for, let me actually see, I can use the little measuring tool. Are you within 30 feet of Razan? Yes, you are. Everyone but Locke. Do you have a selective channeling, my friend? I sure do. Then you can exclude one of the twins. So everyone except for Locke gets how many hit points? Four points of healing. Four points back. Nice. Oh, baby. Judas is back That'll to full. Judas, Judas is back to uh, full, baby. It's not 27 like uh, Sly, but... <laughs> yeah, but she's also <laughs> more than three... She's more than three times your level. I know. <laughs> um, anyways, that's Arkrov's turn. It is... <laughs> It is the lone twins turn. He's kind of nervous. He's like, do I attack? It's a fucking horse. But there's also like it's also- a samurai. <laughs> a what? He's going to roll one attack against Kenzo. No, it's only on 11. <laughs> he misses whoosh, right into the floor. Yes. He is then going to move. He is going to try to run out the door, but he is going to provoke. That is going to, uh, he can get. Horse boy. Horse boy. Yeah, he can get a bit towards the door. He can get to about here, but the the horse and Kenzo are going to provoke. So give me that, give me that attack of opportunity there, Bartholomew. Come on, Bojack. That's a four. That's a miss. You can roll that attack of opportunity if you would like to, Mister Kenzo. Oh yes, I shall. It's a twenty-one. That's a hit. Roll me some damage. That's just seven damage. Seven points of damage. He had exactly seven <laughs> hit points. So as he goes to turn, uh, how does Kenzo kill him? He just does a quick sidestep and just splatters him across the other side of the bar as he's like moving. Just 
quick move. So he takes one step and you just, and they splatters, you spray these streaks of blood and this big X pattern just spew out all over. Once again, another spray of blood spewing into the face of the orc bartender. And this guy just falls to the ground. All of the foes are now gone. We flash back to the interrogation chamber. (sighs) Sheriff Hadmore's head in his hands. I need you all to convince me why I shouldn't prosecute you. I'm not a fan of Howl's men either, but you can't just go killing folks just because you're irritated by them. They attacked someone defenseless. This man's bird. Where is your bird? Oh, he's fine. I'm sure he's staying out of trouble. We've got him. He's fine. He's in the cage. Now he is. Look, he defended the people of the bar. Kept them from being injured. Look, if they reacted that way to a bird spilling a drink, this isn't the first time they've caused trouble. We did you a favor. No, it's not. You're obviously not from around here. Beslev Howell is a lord. He's on the parliamentary assemblage. It's not as simple as these men were shits. These men started a fight and they lost it. What do you all expect me to do? What would you have us do? We can pay a fine. A fine isn't going to be good enough. Um, um, I'm, I'm sorry, but I am from around here, actually. I, I, I live here. And, um, well, if somebody is causing a disturbance, aren't we morally obligated to help, maybe? Is That's not the way things work here in Guildside. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I just thought... Clearly they have no sense of justice. Arkrav will look, um, the sheriff dead in the eyes. What is it? We can do. And we'll roll the pumps. Okay, roll me a diplomacy yeah. there, Boyle. That's uh, 20. 20. He kind of relaxes a bit because it's back. Honestly, I don't want to have you all here. I can't stand Howl's Menite. Bestliv is a spoiled fucking rat living off his father's fortune and influencing all of our lives in the assemblage. I can't fucking stand him either. But he is an actuality. There's nothing I can do to remove him. Sure. So there needs to be some sort of punishment. Has he complained? Of course he has. We had to inform him as soon as it happened. It's the way that things work here. We will serve this punishment, of course. Hey, 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 hey. don't speak for me. If you look he at will uh, serve it. if you look at Hannibal, he is in full tears. <laughs> oh. um, and he's sort of got his oh, head down. Oh, by God, old fella! I'll do it. I've never killed a man before. It's it is my penance. And apparently, we did. You didn't kill a man here either. No, I did the. I did the thing. I oh, you this. did do the magic missile thing, yes. And I I am guilty, yes. I will serve their sentence for them. All right, all, all right, all right, old man. You're fine. Just spare the bird, please. Spare him. We're not going to kill any of you. We're not going to die for this. They were disturbing the peace. We can keep Howl at bay, but there needs to be some sort of punishment. Maybe, um, like community service or something? You see him kind of sit back in his chair and kind of look up for a second at like the corner of his eye and kind of think, that is not a bad idea. Community service. Like we prostitutes. Oh, no, no, not that. Oh, no, no, no. A service to the community. Shut up. Shut Mm. up. What I think. I have good hands. (laughs) (laughs) I'll need to run this by the prime minister, but I think... This is just the perfect opportunity for a set of you to maybe be able to serve our country. Some of you, your country. Can I 
gives a glance over to uh, Razan. We did have a number of, we'll, we'll call them heroes, thanes of Rygel. You may have heard of them, some of them, some of you. Nope. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Not two days ago, they did leave to go on some sort of quest, a mission, I don't know what heroes do, across the sea. And I don't expect they'll be back for quite a long time. And so, because of that, we might need some help dealing with certain nuisances. And seeing as you all were perfectly capable of dealing with the nuisances that was ha- were Howell's men, if I can convince the Prime Minister, maybe you can serve community service, filling in for our thanes. How does that all sound for you? We would love to do this. This kind of sounds like slavery. I do not object, but is it going to go on my record? It absolutely will go on your records, and for you, my friend, he looks at Kenzo, it's either this, or I lock you in the stockades, or I hand you over to Howell, and you won't like that. Is he a dwarf? <laughs> He's a human. Okay. Arkrav will turn and look to everyone. If you think there's a better way to get out of this, you can tell me. But I know this is a deal that we should take. We should take this and be rid of this sentence that would normally befall us. I don't know you, but I know we can come together to at least fulfill whatever this mission or community service that this wonderful sheriff would have us do. His accent's amazing, I accept. (laughs) I know when my hands are tied. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I'm. Sh- I'm sure that would be fine. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I I do know these things you're talking about. One of them actually won the the tournament, the, the entire tournament. Um, I just sorry, we're just not nearly as powerful as they are. Is that going to be a problem? He kind of like looks at you and gives you kind of like a, a raised eyebrow. Of course I know that you're not as powerful as them. They're our thanes. They're famous. Yes, I, I know. I just, um, I wanted to make sure you knew before asking us to do anything. But that's fine. I, I'm willing to do it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in. Count me in. It's community service of the stockade. Hannibal wipes, um, the snot from his mustache and says, He reaches out, hands you a, he hands you a handkerchief. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> It is not only my penance to serve, but a privilege to serve my country. <laughs> he kind of dabs his eyes. Harcroft like snaps his neck and like looks at the ceiling real quick and then looks back at everyone else. Okay. Well, I think this will be fine. I will need to keep you overnight, which is a precaution. I need to speak to the Prime Minister in the morning, and tomorrow by noon I will have an answer for you whether or not this is something we can do for you. Otherwise, we'll have to figure out something else. But I think this is an adequate punishment without actually punishing you in any real sizable way. And we could use the help. With other Thanes here, there's... And especially after the Prime Minister had been nearly assassinated, we need someone to look after her. We very much appreciate well, um, enjoy your night in jail. He kind of gives you all a smile and stands up, picks up the papers. You'll have your things returned to you when you're allowed to leave the jail. <sighs> Good night. Sleep well. And he walks out of the room. Th- thank you, officer, for Good everything. Talk. Please stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just get nervous around the guard. And that's where we'll pick up on the next episode. (laughs) All right, guys, I hope that was fun. I know it was weird and random and probably sounded like ass, but it's the best we could do right now while social distancing. So please stay safe, stay healthy, uh, Skype your friends, Zoom your friends, do whatever you have to. And if you're working, uh, be thankful and um, enjoy it because I know I am. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see everybody next week. Have a good time. Bye. Bye.
you, motherfuckers. Let's go.